maybe, maybe was, though. I think me? part of the pleasure of oral is that you're not doing anything. That's true. That's true. So I think you having to do the effort and what this is the weirdest opening we've ever done for the show. That is but true. I don't care. I didn't know we were recording. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty. Edit. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, I think I think it would if you were doing it yourself. I think it would ruin some of it. Remember, this is, is this a, the most philosophical opening. Uh, this is, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say no because no. I don't want it to be. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. I don't want this to be like, oh yeah, th- they had a really deep conversation about sucking yeah, your right. own dick at the beginning of the show. Hey, do you remember? Do you remember in like it was? I I think we're all relatively the same age when. Uh, there was a rumor going around that Marilyn Manson had his ribs, ribs removed, removed so he could suck yes. his own dick. Why, why, did we, why were we talking about I that? I think it's because he had photoshopped those images of his stuff. like In some of his uh, album art or yeah. whatever, he had like photoshopped images of him being like so skinny and like lurched over where it looked like he was missing ribs. Mate, was that that was was that like a mechanical animals era? Where it was like, uh, like the beautiful people era. I okay. don't know that. I don't like... Uh, Especially after all this fodder of Marilyn Manson grooming young women and whatnot, and so the, yeah, but I've never I, heard of that though. That's like new news to me. I've never. I heard didn't. Of that. I didn't know about the grooming thing, but I'd heard that he no, was abusive. Oh yeah, I heard. About but that. also, like he groomed and was abusive to them. Mm-hmm. Abusive. I'm not. I totally believe these victims, but I'm like, are you surprised? Like it was Marilyn Manson. Right. What did? Would you expect him to be Prince Charming? That dude's fucking crazy. Yeah. He's he's, f- he's batshit. No. He's out of his mind. People have said the same thing about Maynard James Keenan, though. Yeah. I would believe that he would be fucking crazy. Like, he's just weird. But he's I don't know. I don't know him well enough. Pretty sure they're all a little weird that high up the chain. You ha- let's. Let, I'll go on a limb and say that you have to be some degree of weird, mm-hmm. not like right. super right. like criminal weird. Right. No, I you get have you. to be a certain degree of weird to be an artist. Yep. Of I some agree. degree. I've said that too with stuff like with politics and stuff. You're mm-hmm. that high up the uh, political ladder. You've got to be at least a little bit batshit crazy. You got to be a special kind of psycho to want that kind of power. Right. It's a power trip. Yeah, yeah absolutely. For sure. Anyways, neither of those things are what we're going to talk about on today's show. Welcome to the Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Today I'm here with my two favorite gingers, Kyle Adams and Alex Parker. There I finally go. come to accept that I am ginger. Now? It took me 29 years. <laughs> I was saying it took you fucking See, 30 years, bro. Until I grew the beard, I didn't think it was ginger. I'm half I had ginger. kind of like the sideburns, but then once the full beard came out, it was like, okay. Not that I didn't have, care about accepting it or not. but I have ginger qualities. I'm not 100% ginger. Yeah, Kyle, I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even throw you into the like pool of ginger just because you're just like, you don't have the stereotypical like, alabaster skin and like freckles and like you're not scary looking so <laughs> my grandmother used to call me strawberry blonde oh strawberry blonde. see that i feel like that that that's the way <laughs> that that's the wording people use to like try and get, avoid the the derogatory <laughs> right, right, right. words that's like when people say like i'm not fat i'm just big boned like okay. man i heard that my whole okay. life okay i said that my whole life <laughs> Actually, I'm just a husky boy. Yeah, dude, that was my mom. She's always like, oh, he's not fat. He's husky. And I'm like. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. But it's the same thing. I appreciate thing. you sticking up for me, but like, you're lying to I, yourself I was like and 250 me. pounds on a graduate in eighth grade. What do you mean? You know how parents are. 
Yeah, parents. Like, they'll butter. They'll butter it up. Parents just don't understand. They don't. That's my Will Smith reference for <laughs> the day, and that's all you'll get. But yeah, so what's been up, boys? I haven't seen you in a hot minute. You go first, Ginger. Yeah, you. Strawberry. Better. I'm gonna start calling you Strawberry. Oh, that's your new nickname, Strawberry. Are we gonna start calling you SB, Strawberry Blonde? Parker is fine. Par- <laughs> He's like, no, I don't like How about that. Parker Berry? Okay, I'm done. Ooh, Parker Berry. <laughs> You're going to hate me forever. Bro, I kind of like Parker that. Berry. That, is, that, that, could, that could trend. Hashtag Parker Berry. Parker Berry. Bro, that's the new Truly flavor. Dude, that Parker be, Berry. What would be the flavor? Yeah, what's the flavor? It's what's yours, what? so what's is the flavor? Fuck around and find <laughs> out. <laughs> that's all it says on the bottom. You want to try Parker Berry? <laughs> Wait till after this podcast. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. It's like a, it's a mystery flavor. You don't know until you. It's like the white airheads. You didn't know until you bit into it. And even then, you probably were they know. all the same flavor. Probably, I'm sure they were. Mystery flavor, eh? Mystery, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, mystery flavor. They do that with Doritos. They say mystery flavor, but they have to put the ingredients on the back anyway. So if you just Doritos, read, yeah, they do those like mystery bags. I've seen once in a while. They do like you can like. It's like a top secret flavor, and some people can buy it and try it, I guess. But top secret flavor. But it's not really top secret because it has to list the ingredients on the bag. I think it's like in a silver bag or something. Well, but they could avoid it by just putting natural flavor. Yeah, that's an everything. Because Mountain Dew does that as well when they do those like special blend ones. They just say natural flavors. Is it really natural though? I don't think so. No, no. (laughs) I mean, yeah, no. I really, I'm excited for summer to be over. I'm going to jump over to Mountain Dew again. I'm excited for summer to be over strictly because in the winter seasons, my favorite style Mountain Dew comes out, and it's a cranberry pomegranate flavored. Never summer tried hasn't it. even started yet, and you want it to be over yeah, with? Bro, I don't summer like the my heat. Heart. Summer sucks. The heat sucks. Like the, the humidity heat. sucks. Give me fall or spring. Thank you. I'll even I'll, take winter. I'll, fall first, winter second, spring, and then summer. Summer I think I'm in full. Agree. I think I agree with you 100. percent I'd rather sweat really? my entire body off than freeze. But yeah, but you can but, add more layers. Yeah, you can always you can get only warmer take, if you're cold. But if you're hot, you're hot. You can only take so much off before someone calls the police and you. Yeah, when you're charge. naked, then you're in trouble. Sorry, is that I'm a risk you're willing nipple. to take? Yep. I just hate sweating. Me too. I mean, I know I do it. Like we do it at work and shit. But it's like, man, I can just like sit and be sweating. I'm like, I'm over it. I, I don't like the sweat the sweatiness because I chafe. My butt mm. chafes a lot. Kitty, would you back the fuck up, bro? Yeah, the chafing is probably one of the number one reasons other than sweating. Shout out to Christopher Big Black Boykin, rest in peace, for showing me what a man pawn is because you saved me for many years. I don't even... Either do you I. Know I've never used man a pond? man pond. Oh, did you guys ever watch Robin Big? Yeah. I've watched a little bit of it, but I wasn't a religious Okay, player. so there's this episode where uh, Big is swimming, and he gets out, and then when he gets out, there's this, like, clump of toilet paper in the in the pool, and Rob goes, hey, man, what the fuck is that? And he goes, oh, that's my man pond. I'm sorry, I'll get that. And he goes, man pond? And he goes, yeah. So I get real sweaty, and then I dry out, and my butt cheeks rub together. So what I do is I take this toilet paper and I wad it up, and I put it in like a little roll, and I put it between my butt cheeks where I chafe, and it keeps me from rubbing. Hmm. And I was like, oh, and I've, I've been doing that for a decade. I've just I'm a big boy. Powder. I'm a big boy, and I just, yeah, gold bond. Gold bond? See, I, I am not, I don't know how to apply <laughs> gold bond to my taint without getting it everywhere. 
you do. That's you put, what you do. You yeah, get you, it everywhere. You drop, the, you drop the shorts and you put you put a little you bit in your hand and you, just, it up yeah, in you just clap it up in there. See, I don't like that. I don't think I don't feel like it's effective enough. Don't Especially get the medicated you, kind. Oh, I got I my fu- friends. I fucked around and found out with that and I was burning, dude. When that I was, shit sucked. When I was still painting RVs, um, my buddies took the lid off of my gold bond, dumped no. mine out, and put the medicated foot one inside oh, my no. gold bond. Is that the green label the, one, I think? Yeah, or whatever? <laughs> the green or the blue one. Yeah, the blue one, I think. And I shoved that stuff all over my balls and my butthole and stuff. Burning. They, it was burning. Oh, my God. Burn. It was, like, so cold that it burned. Yeah. Jesus. Like I see uh, hot on your balls. Or so something. it's either man pond or if, like, it's a consistent um, irritation that keeps happening, I use petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. Yeah. My wife bought me this once though. It's called fresh balls, and it's like, well, it's like a, it almost is the consistency of lotion. Yeah. And then when you apply it, it turns into a powder. What? Works great. What kind of fucking sorcery is this? I don't know, but shout out to the wife for that because it's a game changer. It's called fresh balls. It's called like fresh balls or something. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna message you guys after send me a link. Because then there's really like no. I mean, the lotion, I guess, but it's not, you don't get powder everywhere, you know right. what I'm saying? You just apply it. And, I'm super curious. Yeah. I would be willing to try this because it sounds really cool. It sounds like another thing I used to do where it started as one thing and ended as another. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're not here to talk about my prior experiences in life. Today, oh, kitty, I don't know if I like this as you're right here, but. I feel like I feel like a vil- I feel like I look like a villain. You look like a villain. Yeah, that cat's got some crazy my... yellow eyes, dude. Uh-huh. They're beautiful though, but I feel like I'm in trouble. I'm Everyone's always like, "He looks mad." I'm like he's not, but I'm glad that he looks like that because that's how I look at work. Because I I wear a scowl oh, so people yeah. won't talk to me. I've and got resting like, hey, man, bitch like, face. Hey. You do. I've got resting bitch. That's resting face dick works. face since you're a man. Well, I, I <laughs> call it what you will. <laughs> <laughs> to each the his fuck own. Fuck around and find out. Please. They're like. We just really don't want to talk to you. I'm like, I don't mind. Good. Because I'm not allowed to listen to music anymore, so. Oh, no. I'm so glad I still can do that. Wait, just you or like. Just me. Okay. I was like, bro, if that's that's the case, I rescind my my inquiry about working for you because I I can't do any fucking job without music. I've got to listen for my name over the radio or my phone to call. Wait, you can't can't just do one head earbud? That's almost pointless to me at that point. For me. Oh, that's what I do. I got one one earbud in, and then the ear plug, and then the radio on my shoulder. Hmm. It works. I for wish me. I could. Yeah, that's really tragic. I tried one day when I had to work production, and uh, they didn't like it. Damn, it's not not <laughs> even yeah, worth sure the ma- ma- manager managerial 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 position if it can't listen to music. So I have a question for you guys, and this is What's this up? is going to be the uh, what we get into for the remainder of the show. This may be, I shouldn't say a hot take, but I'll ask the question first. What age do you think people write and make the best music? I, I will, I'll, I'll answer first. I'll tell you what I think. Go ahead. I think that it's between, let's go with like 17, 18 to 32. And the reason behind that is, I think it's because within that time, you have no experience. You're literally just absorbing the world and expelling. You're not even, you're just kind of reacting to the world. Whereas when you're older, I feel like it's more of a, 
I'm educated, I'm experienced, and now I can respond Mm -hmm. to outer influences. Whereas when you're younger, it's reactionary. And I think it makes for more potent music, more uh, vibrant, more passionate. Mm -hmm. Not saying older people can't be passionate, but I think there's just more passion in the youthful frustration and love and anger and all Mm -hmm. those all those big feelings in my opinion is there's a huge variable there's other people like there's just people that are just naturally talented at music and they can just pick up an instrument and Mm -hmm. just put bangers out yeah like for me i've played guitar going on 17 years this year holy shit and i feel like i am just now getting to the point where i feel like i am good yeah good enough to i can pick up and i can play i can play in a key like They'll tell me to play in a key and I can solo in that key. Yeah. Or blah, blah, blah. So be it. Like with the band that I'm jamming with, mm-hmm. I have, they haven't they haven't announced to the band that I'm joining, so I can't really say it publicly yet. Okay. Is but, that who we've talked yeah. about? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna ask you if that's something we could talk about, but if it's hush yeah, hush. They haven't announced it publicly yet, so I'm like I'm yes, I'm in a new band. Can't say what yet. It'll be announced hopefully by next month bet okay and uh i just now feel like i'm writing music to my more potential than i did when i was younger like i've been in lots of bands that people enjoyed locally Mm -hmm. and like i feel like we put out some good music that is cool but this year like in this band that i just joined which is a different sound than i've ever actually been a part of locally Mm mm-hmm like the, I can just jump in and make this sound and style of music mm-hmm. from going from what I did do to this is made me feel like I have got a broader vocabulary musically than I thought in my head. And see, the way you said that makes me look back on what I said. I think where my standpoint comes from in regards to what age makes the best music, I'm thinking of it vocally and like verbal like you know language writing not so much and from your point i could see why it would be musicians would be better after time has gone by because you've learned you've honed your craft you've you know mastered your instrument or multiples whereas uh, when it comes to like vocals not necessarily so much the technique but the writing that goes into it i think you can Granted, it will get better with age, as everything does, but I think you get more emotion when you're younger just because you don't understand things. It's all reactionary. Mm-hmm. See, when I listen to music or even when I write music, I think about it not so much as a song but as a composition mm-hmm. and how a song is built. That's, I'm not a vocalist. Why I got good at guitar because I cannot <laughs> sing. I cannot do that shit. I actually feel like I'm not that bad. But like I, th- I <laughs> think I'll find of- out. <laughs> I think of music as a composition and how the song is structured and built. Right. Like I like, oh, this is a this is a good verse. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like even when I'm like writing and stuff, like oh, this sounds like a really good verse riff type thing, or like just like how a song like can be built around that type of riff. And that that's so crazy to me that like, oh. guitar brains are v- much different than like. Okay, let me let me let me hone this. Straight guitar brains are much different personally, I feel, than straight vocalist brains. Because I never hear, like, do 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 whatever, and, you're, mm-hmm. and then you might be like, oh, dude, that'd be a good verse. I'm like, 
I just heard that that sounded good and right. I would like to sing to it. Like right. I had no idea where you would put that. And you can totally tell when some bands like write around the guitars or when bands like mm-hmm. will structure songs around drums. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but you can just hear it. And like when you're hearing a uh, band, you can like you can totally tell this was written around the drums or something mm-hmm. like that. The drum was the foundation versus like the guitars writing something and bringing it to you, you know. So I when I first joined my when I was in my first band, I had a very bad habit of like I would write with no music in in mind, and then when I'd come to practice, my Trevor would be he would have this thing, and I would like make my vocals to go with the guitar. And apparently, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to follow the guitar. I feel like I think, I've done, totally, I think I've done tastefully. I mean, yeah, I, I think I mean, it can work. Yeah, but it can I, work. I was I w- was told many times that I'm not. I wasn't supposed to do that. I'm like, I think it works, bro. A lot of the music that I write, I write with the melody of the vocalist in mind. Like, yeah, it's kind of like smells like Teen Spirit. The guitar, the guitarist is like emulating Kurt Cobain's vocals. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Kurt, wasn't Kurt the guitarist? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. You almost you, tripped me up there for a second. I was like, Wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I like, what he took saying. he took he took the the melody mm-hmm. of his vocal lines and made a guitar line out of right. that. It was now, pretty much a vocals on the guitar. Now yeah. do you, now do you think that's because he was, you know, let's be honest, Kurt wasn't an amazing guitar player. He was solid, but he didn't like. That's why music subjective. Right. He's yep. not amazing, right? right? Like they weren't known He's for no guitar. He's no John Mayer. No. They weren't. <laughs> he, they weren't known for guitar, but they right. were known right. for even to this day, thirty years later mm-hmm. or whatever have mm-hmm. you. Those songs to this day are played millions and millions of times because it's good songwriting. Right. Mm. My my question is: Do you think that he wrote guitar riffs? to go with the melody of the vocals because he was doing them both. I think so. Because I think... I agree. I don't know because I'm not a guitar player, but I feel like I've tried to play guitar and sing at the same time, and I'll tell you what, that shit is fucking hard. Yeah, dude, I don't get drummers to do it, guitarists to do it, I don't get it. Especially when the melody of the guitar is different than the melody of the vocals. Mm -hmm. That's why I think John Mayer is amazing because that dude does two totally different things at the same time. I'm not going to say it's not in the same time signature per se, but it's like he's not just like mimicking what he would be singing playing guitar. He's like doing other intricate shit Mm -hmm. with his vocals or, or with his guitar playing. And do and that's why I think like I'm not I'm not trying to bash Kurt. I mean I appreciate everything Kurt and Nirvana, the boys of Nirvana did for music. I am a big fan of grunge, but I would say I would probably lean towards the fact that I think he went with the similar vocals to similar guitar because he had to do both of them and he couldn't alter the two. Probably because that's just hard, dude. Absolutely, <laughs> it's hard. It's crazy hard. Even like when I was trying to learn guitar, I would learn like super simple songs, mm-hmm. songs that I know front to back. Right. And I've been singing for yep. a decade. You start strumming. And then and I you try to play it, the yep. fucking four notes. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, I fuck up the words and the notes. Mm-hmm. That's. Mm. Shout out to anyone who can play an instrument and sing at the same for time. For sure. Doesn't matter that the shit's instrument, crazy. whether it's bass, keyboard, doesn't matter at drums. all. Yeah, it does Bro. not matter. You got a, you got a very sweet brain. A lot of people are like, oh, you can well, learn how to do it. It's got to be wired. Those people got to be like wired. Like the song right? Seven Nation Army would probably be the best one to practice to because it's like six notes over and over and over again. Yeah, well, I was learning <laughs> I um, Tom Petty, uh, Free Fallen, and then there was 
ever ever clear, not ever last, ever clear. Um fuck. What was that song? I can't even think of it right now. But very simple, just fucking four chords, just the whole song. But still, dude. I get those two bands mixed when I'm thinking of like the, the I'll say the song like what it's like. That's Everlast. That's right? Everlast, okay. yeah. And Everclear is like Father of Mine, right? Okay. Santa Monica. That was okay. the okay. that was the song. Go. Yeah, but yeah. What it's like is a banger, though, dude. I know it is an I absolute do like banger. I still know all the like when it comes yeah. on the radio. I uh, I love half no- of it's bleeped, but I love know. noticing the the bleeps change depending like uh. Over the years, the bleeps have changed. Yep. Like now, there are certain things that they can say, right. but they still can't talk about how he was out on the street selling drugs. Right. They can't say that, but they can talk about. It's like for a while they could. And, they, for a while they could. They could say they uh, when they say he pulled out his Chrome forty five. Yep, they couldn't. Yeah. Then they bleeped that out, mm-hmm. and then obviously they bleeped out shit. But then he, then they say and then he wound up dead, and then that used to be in there. Now they don't. I don't even think they can say dead anymore on the radio, like because it's the context of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it's been pretty recent. I've heard that. There was this. On the radio where um, they did that. There's a song. Stein, Stein, everywhere, Stein. Uh, oh, yeah. I didn't know the real lyrics to that until like recently. Stone Temple Pilots? Or? No. No. It's, uh, it's uh, fucking up the scenery, breaking my mind. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, blocking out the scenery, fucking up the I don't know. But I remember there's one, I think it was 97.7. It's a local like uh, classic rock station. They would play that song, and that second verse, sign, signs yep. everywhere, the sign. Blocking out the scenery, changing my mind. Mm-hmm. They would cut out that whole lyric, yep. the whole thing, yep. and it would ruin the tempo of the whole song. You can tell it's been cut. Dude, you know? and it's not even like, they didn't blend it at all. No. It was just fucking hard cut to hard back in. Yeah, bro. it's pretty it's bad. It's awful. And I was like, why don't you just take yeah. out the one word that's the problem? Yeah, they only they only drop, they only say fuck. Yeah, and <laughs> it's the, th- they, the they only do that when they play the live version of mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. Don't play the live version, yeah, right? man. Jesus yeah. Christ! Just play the fucking album where yeah. the where they say blocking out the scenery. Right. <sighs> I'm so annoyed. I couldn't tell you what is it. Uh, that's uh, signs by Five Man Electrical Band. Okay. I would have never been able to tell you. I who could sang not have told that, you who sang But I know the song. Five, yep, agreed. I know the song. I I didn't know who that was until today. <laughs> Long haired freaky people need not apply. Yep. But yeah. So what what are you in agree? Well. I shouldn't say agreement. What is your stance on when do you think people write and make the best music? I always play uh, both sides because I've 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 always seen or heard I should say some mm-hmm. bands they their their best shit is earlier and right. some bands their their best shit is you know when they've progressed as a band you mm-hmm. know I mean you can, when they've honed in yeah, on what they yeah. want to you know be. you can I mean like we were talking about this earlier I mean it's probably not the best comparison but like okay bring me the horizon pray mm-hmm. for plagues came out all right if you would hear a fan from today from when I don't even know their newest album whatever was after that's the spirit because I quit listening to them after uh... some paternal but. Fuck. But if you get a if you get a a, a fan called. that likes them now and go, dude, you need to check out some old Bring Me the Horizon and you give them Pray for Plagues, they're gonna go, What's the Suicide f-? Yeah. season? Yeah, they're gonna like, go, What in the fuck is bro, this? What? Like completely different sound. This is where they came from. Right. Yeah. I mean a lot of bands don't go that extreme, but I mean, you know, that was a bad comparison for like bands and songwriting and stuff. But I mean I do think that some bands they like you said, they hone in their music and mm-hmm. you can tell like where they were going. Right. So like their first maybe one or two records are good, but it but then like maybe that third one or maybe even after their first one, their second one, you're like, oh okay, 
There's a, I've heard before that there's a, I forget, I think it was a comedian that I heard this. I heard this joke one time and it stuck with me. And then I started noticing the pattern that most bands change up their sound after their third album. And like, I've never had a band get to the third album, so I wouldn't know. Some people (laughs) would say that the third album is always the best one because that's when they, they start with what they think, they hone that in. They get better, and then they take the feedback from the second album, mm-hmm. and they master it in the right. third. And uh, for me, I would say a perfect example of that, this might be a hot take, would be Avenged Sevenfold, City of Evil. I think that album is yeah, amazing. I could agree with that. I think that album is amazing, and then, but that's a, that's a different kind of topic because Matt blew out his vocals, and then it's just been getting progressively worse. Fair. I love you, Matt, but please take care of yourself. I don't. Right, see, so for like for me, it's like so. Uh, August Burns Red is one of my favorite bands, and mm-hmm. I got into when Messengers came out. Okay, okay, and that uh, had composure. The that yeah. was the candle in the hand. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know who they were before that. I checked out their Thrill Seeker album, and it's pretty good. But it's like it's it's all right for me. Like it, it's good. It's not. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think it's I not would... up there for me. I think it's right when Jake joined the band. Okay, in Thrill Seeker, but uh, so like. Messengers is always like my favorite album, and it's still probably one of my favorite albums. But I'll tell you right now, it's not their best work. Shit, they put out a, a an album, not their newest one, but the one before this one. It's called Phantom Anthem, and I think that that's a phenomenal. Phantom record. Anthem, okay. Yeah. And even before that, with Rescue and Restore, that sound to me that sounds nothing like their earlier shit. I really is a lot it, of, pe- a lot of people called... say they sound the same, but you can tell that they've took those ideas, but mm-hmm. they still are changing it enough. But they're still who they are. You is know it what I mean? Constellations. 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 I really like that one. And then I, I yeah, think that was I, after Messengers. I, I think believe. I got their most recent. What was their most recent album they put out? Uh, I want to say it. I know the song's called Guardians on it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's that, got that mountain or yep, whatever on there. Yeah, yeah that's got, a good record. Yeah, I have that record. Which one is whitewashed? What one has that? Ooh. Damn, you're quizzing me. I know, dude. I'm gonna get and called out. Now. That's my favorite. That's it's my favorite. It's hard area. because they have so many is on, albums. Whitewash is on Constellations. I'm just gonna go on on Women's Day because sometimes I get them. I know that's not on Messenger, so I'm gonna go Constellations. You're right. It is on. It is my wife's favorite one on there. I think is Indonesia, and I think that's off of uh, Constellations too. That's a good ass record too, though. Whitewash is just probably my Whitewash. favorite. Oh yeah, it's Mariana's right. Trench, Mariana's Indonesia, Trench, yeah. Meridian, yep. bro. Meridian was Meridian popped up on my Spotify one day, and I was like. Bro, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, of course it's August Burns Red. Right. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Dude. You know a band that did that to me? Actually, recently, I've heard of who they were, but I just started getting into them, which is already way too late. But the Tony Tap Dance Extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Really? I saw them live. Bro, just like, found- I mean, like, I I, like I've, them. I've heard who they were. Don't shit. Yeah, I opened for them. I heard who they were, but like, I never like listened to them. But uh-huh. like, recently, within like the last six to eight months at work, I was on like a random Spotify thing and I was like, Stopped working. I was like, dude, who the fuck is this? And mm-hmm. I looked and I was like, oh, okay, I've heard of them. I was like, 2004. That's during <laughs> that super, there was a super weird time. No one was this, doing that at that time. This, really? It was like the Tony the Tony Danza tap dance extravaganza, mm-hmm. fucking I wrestled a bear once. Mm-hmm. It was like the, this weird, and then um, I set my friends on fire. Mm-hmm. Like the, these weird bands that were so unique, but right. crazy. The, yeah. The, the bill that I was open for was... Yeah. I, uh, Tony Danza, I wrestled a bear once. No, I not wrestled a bear once. I set my friends on fire you bitch. through the eyes yeah. of the dead and Carnifex. No fucking way. Yeah. yeah. Just... Was Carnifex headline? Yeah. 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 That's crazy, dude. I think it's so crazy that Fried Fest started because Tyler wanted I set my friends on fire to come to his house. No shit. Uh huh. I guess he like went to school or knew somebody 
in the band, mm-hmm. and like this was many years later, and he was like, "Hey man, how many? What kind of guarantee do you need to come play at my house?" And he gave him a number, and he's like, "All right, bet." And so that's that's how Fright Fest started. Sweet. It was like 2011 at Sunset Hall. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> That was way before my time before I got in the music the music scene anyway, I should say. Yeah, that was before my time. Parker, I'm you know what? I'm going to go out and say it. I'm mad you didn't you showed me all the music that I like now, but you didn't take me to anything. Did you know Nothing. Him? Did you know him that long? We I've went to known, school together. I've oh, no known shot. Parker know for a long yep. time. Well, yeah. Alex, We've been asshole. buddies since what? Like 2006? For a while. We've gone to school. We went to school to uh, middle school together. Yeah, but it wasn't until like high school, high school when yeah. he realized that I was a weirdo, but I was an okay, cool weirdo, <laughs> like a cool weirdo. Yeah, yeah. I was I a kid that legit. There was one year where I wore the same Slipknot hoodie every Bro, the single Slipknot hoodie. day, Bro, to school, dude. Listen, so Angst. me and Parker were friends, but I spent a lot of time with other people, mm-hmm. and so many people would talk about that Slipknot hoodie. All the time, they'd be like, bro, he's wearing that again? That I'm like, bro, it's Slipknot, though. Yeah, it's I mean, Slipknot. Like, I don't know. I guess as long as you washed it. <laughs> no one no one would ever say shit, though, because they knew I was a big old boy. And I would, that's true. I would throw hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't want to fuck around Parker, and find out. Listen, Parker, I'm going to be 100% real with you. You had school shooter vibes on you, bro, in high school. <laughs> and I, <laughs> You for real did. You're not wrong. For real had school <laughs> shooter like, vibes, dude. He's like, can't be mad at that. <laughs> But it's it's all right. You that's not something you would have been. But well, it's because it's funny because I'll see people that I went to school with outside of work now when I'm not that all black hair, black hoodies. Bro, black he used clothes. to have the swoop, bro. He had the swoop. No shit. Yeah, he, long, he did. Long black hair. I guess it wasn't. Picture, nope. It, wasn't it was never black. black. It was, was sometimes. There was a few times it was black. It was. Yeah. I don't gotta see a picture black. of that. I'll try to dig one out of the archives. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have one? <laughs> I'm trying to dig one out of the archives. I've always seen you with that same pretty much haircut. Well, I, uh, hold on, I gotta burp. No, I don't. Just, just do it in the mic. Yeah, you're right. You know, fart mic. Next time. Ooh, fart mic. Bro, we we had a fart mic for one episode. <laughs> Ooh, that was gross. I'm sorry, listener. That sounded like it tasted bad. Bro, you know let's, I mean? let's not get into <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I can almost smell it from here. Um, you were talking about, um, Bring Me the Horizon, mm-hmm. changing their sound. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about another band who changed their sound, right? And that band is Atreyu. Parker, are you a fan of Atreyu? Of course. That's right. Kyle, are you a fan of Atreyu? Yes, I am. All I right, don't cool. know all the ins and outs of the band, but yeah, I really haven't heard a song of theirs I didn't like. But that's all. I I didn't get into Atreyu until The Curse. I didn't. I don't. I know about, was it Five Vicodin from Butterfly Kisses and Suicide Notes? I know about this. Never really got into it. But there's, I have a question. So it's not so much for you because you haven't been following along with the, with the storyline of Atreyu. But if you had to, let me, let, let's, let's just back up. Let's back up. So Atreyu recently put out a new album, right? Alex, uh, I'm not even going to try and say his last Forgot name. Forgot is that how you say it? I think so. Okay, <laughs> Alex V. It's gonna be like Mike V. If anybody remembers, was Element Mike Valelli. We just you just say badass motherfucker. You who just beat say up Mike with, V. Yeah, but Alex V. 
Um, he's no longer in the band, and uh, they put out a new album. I can't even f- tell you what it's called. Let me. Like this year? Uh, like... like two months ago. Oh, Not really? even a month ago. I think it was uh recently, like uh last week, two weeks ago, or something like that. Um, uh, hold on. It might have been. Yeah, let's just ask the old Spotify. <laughs> um, it is called Baptize, and it came out. It's a Christian album. This year. Is it really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I didn't really notice. No. Um, they do have some uh notable uh features on it, such as Jacoby Shaddix from Papa Roach, Matt Heafy from Trivium, and Travis Barker from Blink One Eighty Two. He's pretty much in every band at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Travis has been all over. I I feel like he's really just banking on the fact that he's a yeah. I'm 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 a sweet like, drummer, right? And so I do like I. I remember what was it? Party like a rock star, the the Party the like rock, rock remix that had Travis Barker on it. I remember that shit. But anyways, they put on this new album. No Alex, and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's pr- I personally feel like it's pretty mediocre. I wasn't impressed. It's solid. It's a solid. Uh, I don't know, album. But I think it was pretty bland. Have you listened to it? I've only listened to the single they put out, and I totally agree. Yeah, what like was it's it? a it's a good. It's oh, a, was that Warrior? Yeah, it's a good song, but it's not a Treyu to me. I definitely think this album is like Brandon. Anyone in Treyu, if you hear this, I'm just being honest with you guys. Okay, I love you. I I met you guys. You guys are super nice. Your beer is good. Yeah. Oh, bro, your beer was so fucking good, dude. Make that beer. again. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, because I, I, I snuck that a into Hardy's. Hardy's. Bar. Yeah, dude. It was, was like a like, citrusy IPA, bro. It was we really like, fucking We good. like split it 50-50. I bro. was like, told me to try it. Yeah, Probably going to drink half. Yeah, because <laughs> I bought like a four-pack. What was the name of it? Do you remember? Uh, I can. Let's fucking Google it. I would love to give this uh, a plug if right. they still fucking. Ma- oh shit! I got the gotta... beauty of technology. You can just type it in on your phone and normally Dude, within ten or fifteen seconds I, you have the answer. It, I the love how Google makes Google. us all knowing. Like we all know everything at any given moment. There it is. It was a really cool can. It had like them cartoons like playing their instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called the Atreyu Superhero. Uh, D-I-P-A with orange zest. It was, it was really fucking good. It was probably good. good. It, it was, was orange so zest. Tasty. I'm not even an IPA guy, but that shit was fucking good, and it got me drunk. Yeah, I mean, does a job. That's one of the things for me. It's always like, everyone's like, oh, I hate IPAs, and I'm like, I don't even, I mean, I like, I don't even know. I just drink, you know, whatever, but I've never gravitated towards an IPA, but mm-hmm. I've never tried an IPA that, like, I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Have you ever been to the Crooked U? Uh, yeah, I went there once. They've got a good IPA. Which one do you recommend? The Vital. I probably won't go back there for food, though. Oh, the food was the bomb. Was it Crooked U we went to? Yeah, it was Crooked U. No. It was, no, we went to Evil Check. Never mind. Sorry. Ah, Evil Check. Evil Check's got... You don't like Evil Check's food? Uh, They do their brunch on Sundays. That's fire. Oh, brunch. I've and, never uh, done a brunch. I went out there with some friends uh, a couple weeks ago. I mean, the food was good. It was just real fucking salty. Like, super salty. Bro, I like salt. Yeah. I was, like, way more bloated after that. Plus, I got, like, the big burger and then was, like, the one with, like, the brisket and the hamburger on it. And I was like, oh, let me get an extra patty on that bitch. I was like, all right. It was like, you can't see this, but it was, like, this big. Damn, son. I was like, damn, this is fire. 
I ate like a couple. Listener, bites. he was he was pantomiming something the size of a bowling ball. Yeah, That's what I mean, it was. I mean, it, it definitely was. Uh, the size was there. I mean, it was good. It was just I don't know. It was just like super salty to me. Maybe Are you it was a just, size queen? What's that? Are you a size queen? <laughs> a size queen. My queens above eighteen. I feel like I'm talking about queens. dicks a lot in this podcast. <laughs> you started it. I didn't even know we were opening with that. I thought we were just testing it. Unrelated. Yeah. Have you guys ever had a uh, <clears throat> peanut butter? Hamburger, yeah. oh yeah, with jalapeno, bro. Yeah, I, I, I miss. Yeah. I waited so Scotty's long because house. I thought it was blasphemy. Because I love peanut butter; it's like my main source of protein. But God damn, what is that? So delicious. I miss Scotty's brew house. Uh, Yo, me too, dude. It should, um, it should Scoobies, be Scoobies, Scoobies, right down there on the corner. Great fucking I've peanut butter. I've never been there. I always dude, been they've there. got good food. I have to try them. Out. Scoobies is really great. Um, but back to Atreyu. <laughs> From peanut butter to Atreyu. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I don't want to get stuck talking yeah, right, about we'll peanut butter because I'll talk about peanut hours, butter yeah. all fucking day. So, most recent album, Baptized, I thought it was really watered down. I thought it was pretty mediocre. But that's also because I'm comparing it to the things that I idolize, such as The Curse or... Bloody Mascara. Hot Take, I personally think Lead Sales Paper Anchor is a fucking great album. Now, I believe I've talked to you about this, and many other people have brought this up, that they don't think Lead Sales Paper Anchor should be an Atreyu album, or at least it should be, it's a severe deviation from their original, like, metal sound. Um, listener, uh, you may not know that Lead Sales Paper Anchor, but it's, a, it's the, the album with, a uh, the Lead Sale and the Paper Anchor. Yeah, it's literally on the front with, of the album. With, I don't even know I'm struggling to like answer that, but it's a, uh, it's got doomsday, falling down, becoming the bull when two or one. See, becoming the blow. bull is what just gets me, turns me sideways. Bro, it's not a tray you. I heard. Yeah, I'm that, that's swerve. my deal. You've named all those songs so far. That's the only one I've heard off that. I'm pretty sure I heard. Um, it's either falling down or becoming the bull on Madden, 2007. Yeah, I think it's becoming the bull. You know Maybe what? You know what? My favorite Atreyu song is, and this was like their. I feel like this song right here was their journey into making radio pop metal. Hmm. Is X's and O's. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I heard that on a Madden too. Yep. That that was like their transition into their radio format, in my opinion, which is still a great. It's probably their best song. I was gonna say it's a pretty. In good my song. opinion, X's and O's is fucking great. Yeah, that whole Death Grip on Yesterday album is a fucking banger. And it's crazy that that came out in 2006, and then the following year they did Lead Sales Paper Anchor. I feel like that's when they got their paycheck. Probably. Probably. But my, so my qualm is that a lot of people think Atreyu should have not put out Lead Sales Paper, at least the, the real, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Um, elitist. The elitist there we go. The diehard Atreyu fans who liked the first three records, four records, let me see, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses, The Curse, Death Group on Yesterday, then Lead Sales Paper Anger. See, there you go. The three albums right there. Hard take. My favorite Atreyu album isn't even an actual album. It is a greatest hits. Greatest. Oh, with the, the, little, the lamb little, on it. Yeah, the little demon lamb on it. Yeah. That's their best album. Well, of course it's their best album. It's that's their why greatest it's called hits their greatest hits. Yeah, but if you take that, that's a Treyu to me. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah, but that's what a, um, that's what compilation albums are for, <laughs> Parker. 
<laughs> You're about to make me angry. No, I'll stick up for them because uh, bands that have greatest hits, it's not always their greatest. Out, it, you know what I mean? I, I just give them this uh, the fact that they took so much time in printing that yeah. best greatest hits album because, I mean, it was just they packaged it and they sold it so well. So, you know, it's really crazy. I li- I, are you talking about the CD? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if Victory the, Records the CD does it, but the vinyl one of the one of the pressings of the vinyl. Do you have that vinyl? I do have it, but listen. I want to see it later. Listen, Nick has a very has a cooler version, so his slides apart, right? Mm-hmm. So the face of the lamb splits. Like and, it's it's that that's how it is in the cover in the cover booklet of the CD. Yeah, I have the, I have the CD. So when you open up, when you pull apart the vinyl, the vinyl uh, sleeve. Then the demon lamb shows up, and mine isn't like that. Mine's just a gatefold, so it opens up like this, but his fucking slides apart, and I'm jealous because his looks way cooler. But, um, Mike, I'm wondering, do you think, if you were to, if the Atreya that you know and love, what er, when did that stop? What album? What year? Eh, not year doesn't really matter, but what album do you think? Is it Death Grip on Yesterday? I want to say Death Grip on Yesterday because so that was like the, the album. The harder style, and then there was their transition into okay. the. Oh, what was the what was the album name with X's and O's? That's what a Death Grip it? on what, Yesterday. What was right side of the bed. Curse. That's okay, got the, curse. the pretty lady. I would say on I would say Curse. Yeah, the Curse. Yeah. Oh, so Death Grip on Yesterday. You're not even. Uh, curse was musicality wise, like yeah. they had, they had came into more of the sound that I felt like that was the direction they could have taken, especially from them being a California band. All right. those bands in that area were bleeding through. Like that was like, that was their crew that mm-hmm. they hung out with and shit. I felt like that was the, the direction that they could have took and started taking off in that direction. Mm-hmm. And instead they took a hard left. <laughs> that they did that they did. And so some people would say that that's where like you're saying the curse should have been the last one. I've heard a lot of people, a lot of people, I think, would, would lean on Lead Sales Paper Anchor being their complete transition into, like, radio-friendly, like, metalcore. Because they were, like, to me, in my opinion, they have that, they have that element of, like, 80 shred yeah, yeah, yeah. going on. Yeah. Especially with Dan, and their lead guitar player. He's got that neoclassical type shred going on. Mm-hmm. And they really played on that in the metalcore style, which was like nobody else was playing eighty style shred mm. over metalcore. Those I like that ri- was, the, the riffs and the solos were just it was so like, intricate. It was like metalcore riffs, and then here's a freaking shreddy ass solo. I mean, that played on my like me growing up listening to bands like eighty shred, like mm-hmm. Van Halen. And then like Great White and shit like that. Just Great was, White, nice was, name drop, dude. That was the kind of music that I listened to when I was like a, like when I was a kid because like some fucking Striper and Firehouse yeah, too. Rat, Rat, <laughs> all rat, that shit. Dude. That was that that was the music I grew up on, like Ozzy Osbourne, and yep. like that was that was my childhood that like that introduced me to like rock and metal music. Mm-hmm. Like so, like the fact that they could solo and stuff. And that and it just reminded me of music that I liked when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. 
but it was also like that new like I was in the time that was the time when I, I listened to like Azalei dying right and like I was really getting into this heavier style of music but it still brought like a taste of shred and that was mm-hmm. like I've always gravitated towards like over the top guitar acrobats like if you can play shit that's like over the top it's gonna catch my ears because I think it's just crazy to listen to I so my where I draw the line is like I like crazy but I also like melodic I need I don't I don't just want super I I may get in some trouble for this but I I I respect the talent that goes into tech death but bro settle the fuck down <laughs> like at what the fuck time. am I supposed to do to that <laughs> at, at uh, Alex Parker yeah like <laughs> but, like <laughs> Like, dude, well, there's where my I so now you just want me to headbang to the drums because I can't fucking. What am I gonna do to you? Ninety one percent of the music I've ever released on album. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think but Alex see, is gonna get up and leave now. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't. I maybe I wouldn't. Hmm, I wouldn't put what you do in the what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just too. It's too much, bro. I I respect the talent that it takes to do that kind of stuff, but. I, I don't, I can't vibe to it. I, mean, I respect not ba- it. You're not bashing it. Different strokes for yeah. different folks. Like, you know? I respect it. Like, I will watch you perform because I'm amazed at how good you are. But And I think I'm, that's why he loves it so much is, like he said, you know, he sees someone going crazy on the guitar. Mm-hmm. He's already going to be like, oh, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing? He, where he would go up and watch them to be right. like, oh, wow, look how good they are. I would listen and be like, yeah, that's really good, but I can't vibe i can't move to this like this doesn't make me want to sway or whatever it's so intense that i just all i can do is listen it just reminds me of every time that i'll be talking to chris over the phone or over a text or something about like something i'll potentially start a project with he's like but are you gonna get bored (laughs) (laughs) i do i say that every time but okay i'm happy for you man but how long until you get bored because I know what you can play and right. what you like to play. Are you going to get bored? <laughs> Every time. It's like four or five different times now that I've... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how long is this going to last? Enjoy <laughs> it. But, so I'm wondering, in regard... We're going to keep... We keep getting... We're going to... We're going to get through this Atreyu thing. Right. I think that... Well, not me, personally, because I like lead sales paper anger. But I think there should have been a time where... The band should have discontinued Atreyu. Alex should have gone. He should have started Dead Icarus way earlier. He's starting to do it now, but I don't know what it's going to sound like. And then Brandon went off and made Hell or High Water. That's the drummer, right? Yeah. I like Hell or High Water, and I think Brandon really shines in that. And I think I would say, let me look at these albums. I think Brandon should be a front man. I like his vocal style. Dude, he's great. When I saw him at uh, uh, Pierre's a couple years ago, they like the band went away. They came back, the guitar player, and then they did a cover of "Oh, Never Gonna Give You Up." But like Brandon, like serenade. He he serenaded the crowd. It wasn't like the "Never Gonna Give" right. like the poppy fun. He's thing. got really good falsetto, he, bro. He sang to us, mm. and it, he's a really good vocalist. And it sucks that he's like also a drummer because you don't. He's get a good to, drummer too. You don't get to hear how good of a vocalist he is when he's also doing the drums because yeah, it takes all your wind right, away. Right, right. 
But yeah, I I like the Hell or High Water, and I think Hell or High Water should have should st- be his project. I think Atreyu should be dead, and I think Alex should have gone off. I think we would appreciate Atreyu more if there weren't all the there are songs in on in our wake that I enjoy, but it's not Atreyu. Long Live, I feel like, was their attempt at reviving the their fandom that listened to The Curse and Death Grip and Suicide Notes. But I just don't, I don't think it's them anymore. I think... Yeah, and it's still, like like I said, they're all good songs. Like, yeah. I, there's songs on every album they've ever put out that I enjoy listening to, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of times I'll just catch myself, if I'm listening on Spotify and it's a certain Atreyu song that comes on, I'm like... I don't feel like listening to this. Next. Skip. Yeah, yeah. But if like an older Atreyu song comes on, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Like, this is Atreyu to me. I know. So Nicholas is very... So when I asked him, I was like, what what album do you think Atreyu should have died after? He His vote is Congregation of the Damned, which I I respect. I've been, I've been re-listening to it. I've only listened to it twice in its entire existence prior to him talking to me about that, and I've listened to it twice more. And it's solid. It's very reminiscent of Lead Sales. I mean, it's the final. Can you give me a notable one. song on the album? Um, Let me see. One that one that's really... Storm to Pass is really... was uh, And Wait for You. But here, I'll just play. That's fucking Atreyu. I've never yeah. heard that. So, <laughs> that. Yeah, you're, you are right. That doesn't sound anything like Atreyu. Right. And it's a great song. They mm. still made good music, but right. I don't think they should have labeled it a Treyu. I think, I think if anything, they should have hung up on. Um, no, Death Grip should have been a Treyu's last album because it was the transition into. Personally, is what I think. Their transition into a different sound, more uh, radio friendly. Not that that means anything, but it changed the sound. I think they should have named it something different. And then they could have been kept making it. Long Live, which was their attempt at the revival of the old sound, should have been like an anniversary gift to the fans. And then that should have been it. In Our Wake, uh, Lead Sales, Congregation of the Damned, Baptized, should all be under, I think, a different name other than the trail. I agree. But I, It could have been something like, okay, this is a totally different scenario, mm-hmm. a totally different reasoning of why they changed their name, but the band Children of Bodom, Shit, bro, I was going to bring them up earlier. Yes. The children of Bodom, the other members, like they're all equal members because they treat it as a business right. entity and it's like trademarked the name mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. It was over quarantine that they fucking yeah. fizzled out, right? They fizzled out and the other members of the band mm-hmm. said that you can no longer use this name because they still own the rights to it. Alexi Leho yeah, yeah, was yeah. forced to stop branding his music under Children of Bodom, so he... And the other members of Children of Bodom formed Bodom After Midnight. I hate that name. Hate the name too. Hate the name. But that was pretty much the closest he could come to Children of Bodom. Yeah. Because they were still writing Children of Bodom songs, just rebranded under Bodom After yeah. Midnight. I still, and see, in that sense, I totally agree with the with the idea that if the band, if some of the, if a majority of the members leave, the remaining members don't get to continue on as Children of mm-hmm. Bodom yeah. or whatever the band name is because the band is different. It's going to be totally different. Right. But I think that's what's different with Atreyu, though, because it's all the same members still. Well, not, no, not they're basically all the like, same. 
they're basically like under oath where they are they have a foundation of members and then like, Brandon's OG the guitarist is still the dude yeah, with Dan. the or- yeah with the red beard He's- he always has a blood splattered guitar yeah and then but i think i think they go through a rhythm guitar player a lot and a bass player yeah. a and lot. And then Alex, the hard vocalist, he's been a consistent too, okay. but until lately, till till recently when they fucking booted him. Literally, I saw the headline that they kicked him out, and I thought it was a music troll. Yeah, like I thought it was just a joke on some elitist metal page. So I was like, no, he didn't. Well, what's crazy is, out. like, a couple months prior on Lambgoat, which is some fucking music website. They said that Alex got kicked out, and then that surged everywhere. And then Alex put went on social media to say it wasn't true. And then, come to find out, several months later, he is done. And then Atreyu released a fucking full album without him on it. Wild, but um, that's kind of, in in regards to. I know a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, just because the sound changes doesn't mean the band change. Bands are allowed to progress. I would agree. Just like one of my favorite bands, The Used. The Used has changed. They've made so many different sounds, and I think part of that, no, I shouldn't say part of that. Well, no, yeah. Part of that, I think, is because, especially with vocalists, hard vocalists, at some point, you can only you can only tour and make so many albums where you're fucking screaming your brains out before yep. you end up like M Shadows and your throat explodes, mm-hmm. and then or Ollie Sykes, and then you're on, then then you're on borrowed time. Right now, you don't you don't have unlimited time to make music. Right. Your throat, if you keep doing this, is gonna fall. Right, but see, there's a difference between <clears throat> excuse me between doing that and just like completely changing your sound. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like we were talking earlier about Bring Me the Horizon. Like when Pray for Plagues came out, that was just just brutal you know what i mean yeah, and then yeah, as yeah. they they you know then uh what was it suicide season came suicide out and then season. i can't think of the one after that but then sent paternal came out there was still uh the the screaming was tastefully done but it wasn't just the whole album you know yeah and i get why you know he probably can't do that anymore but then you know then they completely changed the sound to me after that when they went into that's the spirit so but it's still bring me the horizon because that's their name and their their label and their uh their there trademark, is a hell, I get it, me, but... I've seen it. That's the that's the one. That's what it's suicide. called. Okay. That's the one with the the so like, half and half. So, like back guy. to your point on that with like uh, bands dropping their names. I guess it's just it just really depends because like for a band like Bring Me the Horizon, it's like that's it's just that's who they are. You know, mm-hmm. even though they might change their sound, we might not agree with it. It's still, at least to my knowledge, it's still pretty much all the same members. So yeah. it's still gonna be them and who they are, but. And that's the that's like the weird fine line that you have to walk in this. We've had this discussion before on the show about if a band changes a vocalist, do they have to change the entire band? I mean, you know, like like Queen, Three Days Grace, Three Days Grace. Yeah, you know, they like, should have, they should have, bro. I absolutely so subjective because it just really depends on the band. Because you know, exactly, you would have to agree. Some bands you'd be like, okay, it can still be the same band, but then if it's like a, I don't mean this this way, but if it's like a front man that you would associate that band with like, you know, queen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like queen. Absolutely. Should it still be queen? If Freddie Mercury's not there, and you see, know, I, exactly. Right, right, right. His, he is such a big part yeah. of that band. Right. When you remove it, mm-hmm. is it still the same band? Technically? Yes, it is mm-hmm. still the same band, but the sound is going to change. Right. Because no one is Freddie Mercury. Right. 
And he's pretty close though, isn't he? Yeah, he's real good. Is it that one guy that was doing those yeah. videos on YouTube or something? And they that guy, him? that guy, I can't. He's think not of... in the band or what? Because uh, no, he should be if he's not. The dude, that guy is insane. He's I, like literally the reincarnation yeah, of Freddie Mercury. The guy who was who was touring with it was Adam Lambert who was American playing. Idol. Yeah, yeah not him. was, it was playing with them. It was some other guy they but, put on the internet or something. Uh, let me. I'm gonna Google reincarnated Freddie Mercury, and I I'm sure you, it'll come I up. I bet you he comes up. That dude, I was impressed. Like you couldn't, if you hit play and played that on the microphone, I guarantee you they wouldn't be able to. And you know what's crazy? He's got the same fucking jawline. No shit. He's got the same facial structure as Freddie Mercury. Conspiracy theory time. Um, reincarnation of Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury reincarnated as this guy. His name is. Well, while you're looking that up, it's like the same thing as Journey. They recruited yeah. that one dude from Journey. He was good. He is, he... That dude is a reincarnation. I'm telling for you, sure. dude. And I, I think that's so crazy that that dude, they just found him on yeah. YouTube. They were like, hey, uh, you want to come tour with us? I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> you cut me one fifth of that paycheck? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's getting paid something. Maybe not that Journey, though, though, but he's getting something. Mark Mattel. That's his name. That's the, the Freddie the guy Mercury I'm talking reincarnation. About? Yeah. That dude was wild. He blew me away. I remember watching the video on him. Listener, you may have heard you may have heard this. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? That this fucking guy, bro. I'm telling you, dude, it's insane. That is the same voice. Yes, dude. I know. Oh, Mark Martell. Martell. Martell, there we go. But yeah, yeah. Mark Martle. That blew me away Mark when Martel. I saw that video. I, I don't know. know when I came across it or what, but I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I just listen to? Bro, that's, and that's, and that's, there's hope that like, I feel like, you know, sometimes we, we fall in love with these musicians or mm. vocalists or whatever. They're not superhumans. They're still built and structured the way humans are. Yeah. There is a very high probability that somebody is built the same way. Mm-hmm. And they can do the same thing, like the Journey guy. Yeah, I, that's I, you wild. know we should stop saying the Journey guy. We should figure out. Yeah, we name. should not just label him New as the Journey, Journey guy. Journey. <laughs> the Journeyman. You know what's funny is everybody will know like, oh yeah, that guy. He's the Journey guy. Um, let's see. He's see Mark Martell, which yeah, is like Indonesian. the Freddie Mercury guy. Meet Journey's new singer. Oh, okay. So, sir, I'm a person. I might mispronounce your name, but uh, Arnell Pineda. P-I-N-E-D-A. Pineda, Pineda, I don't know. but Pineda. Pineda. Yeah, probably. Of the Philippines, and they found him on YouTube, bro. That's, a, that's congratulations, dude. Just being a fan, and then they're like, hey, you want to be right. the new vocalist for Journey? I think they saw him like, doing like karaoke or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And they, and they were like, hey, we came across your thing, and uh, like, you want to do all this? Crazy. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Journey, hop out my DM. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Like, journey imagine? was just in my DMs, like the like journey, like yes, legend, like real journey, journey. Yeah, Jer- bro, they got the blue check mark and everything. Yeah, right. They're they verified, the blue, they got the blue bro. Mark, dude, it's legit. Can you imagine, like, just recut, like, not recovering, recording some? You know, you're just having fun, like, oh, I really like this band, and right. then all of a sudden, like, a couple years goes by, and pe- people kind of share the video or right. whatever, and then all of a sudden, you get a message yeah. like, you hey, get- so. uh <laughs> yeah. We're we're Journey, and uh, we would like you to be our new. Vocalist. Yeah, you get the message like on let's say it's like Facebook or email or something, and it's mm-hmm. like, but you're like, oh, this is spam. This yeah, is, you this like read real. it and like, 
What? Oh, they got the blue tick mark though. Let's check. You're gonna pay me dough to Whoa, sing karaoke yeah. every night? Yeah, yeah. right. It's, essentially, yeah, right. it is That's pretty much what it is. Fucking karaoke for him, bro. Yeah, because I don't think they've uh, wrote any other records. No, I, you would be wrong. They have. Yes. Damn. No shit. Uh, who Who was it that came? I think it was Ezra Clancy who came in and told us that Journey put out a new fucking album, bro. I mean, no was a better Journey? guy to do it than him. It wasn't. If uh well I actually Journey has a couple uh Eclipse from 2011 but who was the band that put out a more recently I can't think of it and I don't really want to spend a whole bunch of time trying to Google it but recently somebody oh Kansas Kansas was the know. band I didn't know that yeah Kansas put out a new That's album a fire band um let me see the new album is called Point oh nope I lied. The Absence of Presence came out last year in 2020. Hmm. They also had one in 2018, Wheels and Other... Oh, Rarities. That's probably just B-sides and I stuff like that. They didn't stop. But yeah. You know, we're all just dust in the wind, I guess. Don't get me crying here on the podcast. <laughs> that song gets me every time, dude. It's all right, man. You know what you, know what you got to do? You got to carry on, my wayward son. <laughs> but all right, we're done. I'm done making Kansas jokes. But I'm... I'm curious to what other people think about what what's a band that you think should have stopped while they were ahead. <laughs> Does anybody else have? But then again, would I mean, you ever this, stop this though if you were subjective. in a band? Like, would you ever just say like just stop because you like you know because oh hey we're at top performance we should probably just stop? I wouldn't. I see both sides of the marker. Yeah. On why I mean, I get where you're coming from. For sure. I mean, they probably are on the opposite end of. They're making the music they probably want to make. Right. Mm-hmm. So to them, all of their albums are probably right. exactly. top notch. And those checks aren't bouncing right. anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And a lot of members in bands like that, even they say, uh, not that they, they might not mean it 100%, but they're putting out what they want, you know? Yeah. And whether you like it or not is secondary, which sounds kind of shitty, but I mean, they're going to get a fan base regardless. But right. most of these bands do that. They put out what they want and hopefully it gravitates to you. And sometimes I, it doesn't. Yeah, I and that that so on the one hand you're right, Parker. You're right that the band is gonna make the music that they wanna make, and so therefore it is still the band. As a fan, I don't really have any power, but I will voice my opinion. And I mean you're a fan, you do have more you have more power than you think, you know. I mean, to a degree. It's not I mean, I don't get to say what the artist creates right i can just judge it that's really all my that's the only power i have is i can judge what you make but it will be damn good at it too yeah Yeah, oh bro right i'm a fucking black belt in judging i'm a third degree judger bro third degree black belt (laughs) yeah but it's it's just it's weird because like part of the reason i think it ties into um part of why i think some bands should you know change things up change the name is because I think their music writing and style changes depending on their success. And I don't want to sound like I'm being snobby, but I do th- I think it just is based on the fact of the life that they live while they're doing that. So, like, when a band is up and coming, let's say the first Atreo album, how do you think they lived? Do you think they were touring in a in a, a tour no. bus they were or you probably, think they were riding a car they were probably driving in a van all gig all to them, gig yep, trying yep. to survive on $15 a day yep. right I mean that's how most bands did it exactly I think that struggle 
makes good music. Because it really puts you in the shit and it stirs up big emotions and it makes for good music. No, I agree. Later on in your career, when now you have royalties and merch coming Mm -hmm. through and like, you know, you've got a designated studio and it's like, a tour what do you write bus. about, you know, maybe? I think some of the, the grit mm-hmm. goes away. Like you can't channel that. Yeah. And maybe some bands still can. Yeah, may, I'm, get, they I'm, get complacent. Yes. <clears throat> right. I think many bands are able to channel that, mm-hmm. but then in that sense, it's not sincere. It's right. ju- it's more of a memory. It's right. not the here and now. Well, I mean, would you rather have a band, and this is just a just a, out there for me, but like, would, do you want a band to do the same thing every time too? You know what I mean? No, like, see, that's the... And see, that goes into... Still not changing who they are, but still evolving as that band, but not completely changing. And I mean, that Atreyu song you uh, played earlier, I was yeah. like, I, I never would have guessed that that was Atreyu ever. Yeah. And I'm not like some diehard fan or anything, but I just never would have guessed that was Atreyu. Right, and that's the thing. Like, that, that really... I appreciate those kinds of songs because it really showcases Brandon's vocal ability. Mm-hmm. And as a clean vocalist... I really like that because I can participate. Right. I love that. And yeah. that's part of the reason why I favor, I favor Lead Sales and some of their later stuff just because I can sing along. Mm-hmm. Now, there's clean vocals in the early stuff, but not as much. Right. But I think, I don't know, I think the grit. I would have liked, I would have liked a lot of their clean singing more if it was more Brandon singing and not Alex trying to sing. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, you can just tell that they're using pitch correction because he can't hit some of the notes Alex, that he's I love trying you. to hit. <laughs> I love you so much, and you've given me so much good music and so much, so many good times in my life. But I have seen you several times live, and I'll tell you what, you're not a great singer. Okay, you're great in the studio, Hot but take. when Hot you take. do, when you're doing your performance on stage, mm-hmm. you and you're killing it, you can't carry. The clean vocals as well as the hard vocals. Right. His and aggressive okay. vocals are unique to him. Bro, his and... hard vocals are great. He's mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite hard vocals. I love his sound, but like, I do think every every heavy vocalist at one point wants to try and see if they can sing though. You know Ab- what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, Not saying that some can some can and some can't, but I think every vocalist at a, at their core eventually wants to try and delve into that. Can I act can I do uh, uh, melodic clean, yeah, clean yeah. melodic vocals? And I'm I'm all for letting people use studio magic to sound good. Just don't do those ones live. Yeah. If you can't do if you can't do it live, then don't do it. Yeah, I'll right. still buy it yeah, if it sure, sounds sure. good. I'll listen to it and I'll be like, oh yeah, you guys you guys really work some magic mm-hmm. in there. Sounds great. Yeah. But don't try and do it live because then you're gonna ruin it. And right. then I'm gonna be like, oh, oh no, you're really awful. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> like what are you doing, oh, baby? What is that you was doing? that's what happened last time I saw a Treyu. Was he was doing like the clean stuff, and it's just like bro. it just wasn't there. Well, on top of him doing the running back and forth to be—I mean, that's already a, hard enough. A, sta- a good stage presence mm-hmm. on top, and then on with that, he's doing hard vocals and then trying to sing like bro. It's almost impossible. You need some <laughs> fucking Olympic level lungs yeah. to be able to one keep up, but then an even a, a even higher ranking of lung power, right? To, Keep up and stay on pitch, and mm-hmm. bro. Did they ever sing the song "The Theft" live? Hold on, I have to. I know that song, but I have to look it up because uh, I the I think I've it, seen a Treyu three times. It's it's one of those more intensive singing songs that it, he would do. Thousand black flowers. I love this fucking yeah. song, but no. See, I would I like mean, to see is, that. That's Brandon. Yeah, but yeah. 
I like how it's three four and like really waltzy. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're, Dude, you're dancing in a circle. Their yeah. waltzy songs with Brandon on clean vocals are so good. It's so it's such a weird conversation. I mean, it's all subjective. There's no right or wrong, but I mean, branding's a big thing too, man. You got to exactly. think about it. Like, if you were bands uh, are if, also a business. I, uh, that's yeah. what that's what I was getting at. If you're yeah. a Trey, right, and you're bringing out this album, and let's say it sounds nothing like any of their other shit. I highly doubt any of those members are going to be like, hey, this doesn't really sound like Atreyu, so should we call it something else? Well, Atreyu is already the name of the band for one, too. It's, I, wouldn't, I don't mean like it's a household name to them. You know, like right. People know who they are, so if you change that name, that might hurt them, for mm-hmm. one. For two, like you said, it's a business. So you know, if you have the band Atreyu up there headlining or whatever they're doing or would say they change their name to something else, that might hurt, too. You know, you know so. who I also think kind of falls into this boat, and we, I can do a separate episode on this fucking band. Who's that? A Day to Remember. Oh yeah, a day to remember. You can thank but, Victory Records, but you yeah. can or, uh, ruin. But you their can career. tell, yeah. But I mean, you can tell uh, that they were kind of going that way a little bit. I think, and that's fine. I think because they did Jeremy's- even in their earlier shit, they were more heavy than cleaner. I yeah. would say on their earlier shit, but like uh, when Common Courtesy came out, it was like a mix of both. Bro, Common Courtesy is such a fucking good right. album. Yep. Like I. I love a day to remember. That's one of my stuff, favorite albums of theirs. Of honestly, I've seen them probably five perfect times. mix of of both worlds of what Absolutely. they do. Absolutely, yep. I love Common Courtesy. Common Courtesy is so good. I just th- and that's another thing that it's a band. A lot of people didn't like when they're like, "Oh, they're just getting too sing songy." Like, bro, I like them about for it. their sing songy. Yeah. yeah, they're good. Jeremy's at, they're a great vocalist. They're good at both too, and he can pull off both. That's he the can. thing. And if he you listen, can do both. And if live, you listen too. to yeah, and if you yeah, and if you listen to Common Courtesy, they do both. I mean, yeah, it's more. I would say lighter, but they still yeah. do the heavy shit in yeah. there. I mean, maybe not their older, heavier shit, but it's still there. It's still there, and that's that's the thing. Like a lot of people, are like, oh, they're just, they're just too, they're they've gotten soft. Like, listen, bro, I understand where you're coming from, but think about it from, let's say you're in that band. Would you want to keep doing the same thing? That's what I was saying earlier to you. Decades, yeah. bro. No. A day to remember has been around for oh, what? Twenty yeah, years, yeah. bro. We old now, fam. Uh, Twenty years. You yeah. don't want to keep as I. I can't say for a fact because I haven't been in a band long enough to make <laughs> multiple records. But I, I can was only imagine. <laughs> I can only <laughs> imagine that this shit gets boring if you're doing the same record over. You're gonna want to do something slightly different. I would want to change it up and try right. other stuff. Have you listened to their Bad Vibrations album? I regrettably, yeah, you yeah, don't like I, it. You don't like I, it at all. I didn't like it. I didn't. I think like it's it. pretty good. I like it for I what it is. I didn't like bad vibrations. I'm not saying I love it, but I don't hate it. There are songs on there that I like, mm-hmm. but overall, as I an album, I'll yeah, agree. Overall, I wasn't. It's got thrilled. some good shit on there, though. It has some good songs, mm-hmm. just like um this new one, the I, new one they put out. I haven't heard that one this yet. year. I haven't heard that. Um, one. I can't. Hold on, I'll find the name of it, and then I'm gonna have to cut it off because I can't. We can't do another fucking hour of, with a day to remember. I, I mean, I will. But I want it to be a different episode. That's You're funny. welcome. The most recent album from 2021. And have it's, you heard that one yet? I have listened to it all the way through. A Day to Remember is one of those bands. It's one of the bands that was an early staple for my like metalcore fandom. So like I have been following them and I'll listen to every record mm-hmm. so that I can judge honestly. Mm-hmm. I can't say like, oh, they're not the same and then not listen to them. Right. Like I have to do my due diligence, due diligence. To listen and listen honestly. I'll listen to it twice if I have right. to. What did you because think of that record then? I thought there were some good songs. It's not the A Day to Remember that I 
remember. All but right. Well, you're going to go probably from what separates me from you. and home I'm not going to comment on this because it will turn into an hour. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. We will save. It'll be a we separate can, podcast. We but. can save this. But I thought. So we're both invited. Then, it's huh? very different. The, some of the singles they put out were really good. Like, I really liked Mind Reader. I really liked I'll that song. I'll have to check it out. I but it's, it's very different. This this whole album is very different. But there's there's things reminiscent of the older, harder style. But they've definitely gotten a little more poppy. And that's okay because they can pull it off. Mm-hmm. They can pull it I off. I think that's like one of those few bands that that can get away with it. And it's because because Jeremy McKinnon can do it. Jeremy can do it, right. and that's exactly why. And I the agree. Ba- yeah, I'm I'm honestly, I'm just kind of like worried. I don't know any of the band members like personally. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried that what if some of those some of those members are like you, Parker, and they play. They got into making music for a certain style, the harder style, and now that they're my favorite, my favorite older "A Day to Remember" song isn't even heavy. It's like yeah, probably the not. direction that they were going now before they were even because, like, they had like the t- that uh, pop punk hardcore style mm-hmm. back yeah. in the day. Mm-hmm. They had a song called "Monuments." Monuments, dude. Yeah, that was that was That's like from... that was like way back in the day, but it was still that style of like they're singing, mm-hmm. but it's melodic and yeah, catchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's. But, that's like Monument my that's my song. favorite older data remember song. I mean, everyone says a plot to bomb the panel. That's just a fucking banger. We all agreed on that one for sure. Like, you don't even need to bring that up in conversation. No. You just know. <laughs> yeah, you just you know. just know that that's a <laughs> yeah. good song. It's a known fact. You don't have to say it. We know. <laughs> that's funny, listener. If you've never seen a data remember live, fucking do it. Even if you don't. I know haven't yet. about and a I want to. Remember. I haven't yet. Man, They're I'm, so I'm great. Live. It Five times, dude. Five times. Yeah, I think I've seen them three times. Caught a guitar pick in my. I I went to see them in Chicago with oh, uh, yeah, this story. Rise Against. I saw them. I went there for a day to remember and was sold by Rise. Like, yeah, I liked Rise Against. I heard they put on a great show. Rise Against. It was really good. They live. blew mm-hmm. the fucking doors off the whole entire building. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are really good. But like, I went there for a day to remember, and uh, it was one of those things where. The people I went with wanted to cheap out and not get pit tickets. Oh, they want to get so they wanted to get they wanted to get seats on the side, and I was not having it. I I saw people doing like what we would do at Rock on the Range and wait until it was impossible to catch these people bum rushing under the pit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you gotta wait till a big surge of people are walking through and just fucking get in the middle of them. Well, it was like a mosh pit area, and I was like, everybody run at the fence now and jump over it. Mm-hmm. There was like sixty people just running yeah. towards this. Fucking- <laughs> They're not those hired security guards yeah. aren't gonna stop you. No, they don't get paid enough, and they also don't care. Yeah, nope. Especially and there's also the like a handful of, the of them in sixty of you. Yeah, yeah. If it's at the end of the night too. Like yeah. last band, you can do well, whatever the fuck you want, yeah, bro. We, they don't care. I remember we bum rushed the stage, and we just stayed. We stayed on the floor until the end of the night was done because we didn't want to jump the fences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because my fat ass fell <laughs> face first. No shit. Man, I wish I you could know, have seen that. You know how happy that would have made me to be like bored, upset, sitting in the stands, <laughs> see all these people rush, and then see one fucking dude eat shit as soon as he falls. I like, still ran up and I got on the <laughs> I got on the floor. No, I believe it. You're yeah. unstoppable. But we got up there, and I was probably four or five rows away from the stage. Yeah, and I'm watching a day to remember, and they're throwing picks out. And Jeremy McKinnon got inside this bubble 
Uh, and was yeah, like bubble. crowd surfing on the on the crowd yeah. inside this bubble and singing and shit. And it was amazing. And I remember Kevin, their guitar player, threw a pick out and it was like in my area. And I was like reaching out to catch this pick. And I didn't catch the pick. And like everyone was looking on the floor for it. And it was like the only pick that was thrown in mm-hmm. our direction. And nobody could find it. I couldn't find it. So I gave up and I was just watching the band well the end of the night got done we're going back and i wanted to buy some merch mm-hmm. like rise against played their set we were leaving and someone bumped into me really hard and i was like it like scratched my nipple and i had a pocket on my shirt landed in your fucking pocket it landed inside yeah. my the shirt pocket landed in his pocket do you still bro. have that pit yep i'm not sure you do i would have slapped you if you wouldn't have. i've got uh the pit you see that um rock on the range that blue one yeah, um, mm-hmm. the one uh, center right. Yep. So inside there is a pick from the guitarist from Sum Forty One. That was the same year I met um, the vocalist for As Lions, who is the son of the vocalist of Iron Maiden. Did not know that, or ever. Bruce Dickinson. Yep. Damn. Bruce, his son is. Uh, you mean As the Lions. Bruce Dickinson? I believe that's their name. And yeah, I met him and got I his saw Iron Maiden when I was thirteen. I've yet to see Iron Maiden. 2005. I'm not even going to ask how that was because I know how it was. Great. (laughs) (laughs) It's Iron Maiden. (laughs) Parker is the way he is because of that festival. I'm sure. (laughs) It molded me into the person I am. I'm excited. I get to see Megadeth this year for the first time. Yeah, Megadeth is great. I'm going to see them in Noblesville. Be a good time. We got a lot of shows to see this year. Yeah, we do, bro. I'm glad that shit's finally coming back around, dude. I got nervous for a second. I didn't think it ever was, honestly. Red no. Vane, Slipknot, Lamb of God, Megadeth, Trivium, and Flames. That's I'm not- excited, bro. <laughs> That's one I'm show. I'm excited. I- no, just oh, in man, a, lot, see, oh, yeah. a lot in one area. You want to go see Limp Biscuit with me? <laughs> just Limp Biscuit? <laughs> yeah, they're playing Hammond at Festival of the Lakes. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Sure. It's free. Sure. It's free? Then yeah. hell yeah, I'll go. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, dude. It's a weeknight. What day? Thursday. Ah, oh no, I'm going to be sick Friday. Oh, <laughs> right. no. Oh, 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 you hear it's going gonna, it's gonna to come in on that day. I got a personal day of vacation. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I need someone to go to since Amanda's got a broke foot. Dude, is it? It's literally just Limp Biscuit playing. I'm pretty sure it's, a, no, it's like, like a festival. How are they not like charging a, for that? I mean, in, I mean, city's paying for it. It's oh. Festival of the Lakes. It's at Hammond oh, it's a fest. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's like Napanese. My dumbass was thinking festival. it was like Warsaw in a has some of those sometimes, and apparently, like Blue Oyster Cult has played there. It's all Great White there. Great White, yeah. I would have loved to see Blue Oyster. Blue, I've seen Blue Oyster Cult. They're I saw them at the Morris. It was Blue Oyster Cult and Ario Speedwagon. Ario would be great. Ario yeah. was great, dude. Rat is great live, too. Alice Cooper's great live. I'm tempted to buy a fucking ticket to see Genesis. They're, they're dude, I'm, I'll go with you. Yeah? I fucking... We have to figure out... I love me some Genesis. I fuck with Genesis. I'm also... Uh, because Phil Collins is a god, but... That he is. First band I've ever seen. I was a kid. My mom won tickets on the radio. I don't... I was probably... I'd be lucky if I was 10, 10 to 12 years old. My mom went tickets to see Aerosmith when they were at Notre Dame. <gasps> that was the first show I've ever seen. And I'm really pissed because I couldn't appreciate it being like, you know. Right. I, I was, I know I wasn't a teenager yet. I might have been 12. And my dad couldn't go because he was working second shift. She was like, well, I got one ticket, Kyle. You want to come with me? I was like, sure. And Dude, I was, what I'm, year was this? 
God, that was a long time ago. 1973. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, because one of my favorite albums from Aerosmith, Just Push Play, that was in 2001. Yeah, it was uh, I want to say probably around that time. No, that makes me 14. I just know that jaded. I was in, I'm pretty sure I was in middle school when I saw him. Yeah? Yeah, it was Man, fun. I'm fucking jealous. I'd love to see Aerosmith. That's I'm mad dad, at myself because I couldn't appreciate it. You know, I was like 12 or 13. It was like I couldn't really bask well, in that being Aerosmith. So let's close it out. I appreciate you guys coming out. No problem. So... I know you both are in, well, you're in a secret band right now, so we can't divulge super it. super ultra secret band. definitely follow Parker on all his social medias because there will be news coming, and we're, I'm super stoked about what's to come. Where can we find and follow you, Alex Parker? Follow me on Facebook. OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> OnlyFans only was during the quarantine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to make money somehow. <laughs> You never. I would have bought your I premium. That shit. I would have bought your premium content. There I was no paywalls. No, no paywalls. It was. It was oh, for the shit. free. It was for the. Wow. Okay. All right. I tried to put as many peach rings on my dick as I could. <laughs> and how many was the? What was Four. the limit? Three. Oh three. shit. <laughs> you try eating. One I don't have that much meat. He's ain't got that Shmeet. much meat. <laughs> Kyle, you're also in a band. Yes, I am. I'm in a band called The Contender. It's uh, myself and uh, David Sagan from uh, Lenore and Gavin Tyler, who's also in Lenore. And we don't have a bassist currently, but uh, we're working on our second EP now. And uh, hopefully we'll be playing shows here towards the end of the year. Hell yeah. Sometime around September-ish, maybe. And where can people find and follow this band and you if uh, they wanted to stay tuned? You can just find me on Facebook or Instagram, um, BSP underscore Grimace. That's a whole other story if I come up with that. <laughs> uh, the BSP stands for Big Sausage Pizza. Don't ask. That is not what I thought it was going to uh, But that's but way yeah. cooler but, than uh, what I thought. Just me. I don't, I don't have Twitter or anything, but uh, we don't have a band page yet. I'm sure once we actually, when we get the ball rolling, because right. we started last year, with, and that was a horrible time to do. I mean, with shows and stuff with COVID and whatnot. Right. So, it was um, just hectic. Yeah it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. So eventually here soon, I think. Hell yeah. Probably around September-ish. So, boys... What have you been listening to lately? You first, I'll be. I'm trying to go through my phone now. Parker Berry, what's up? What you been listening to? <laughs> PB. 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 So I've been listening to my new favorite band of the moment right now is a band called Orbit Culture. Hey, that's right. You, to- you told me about this band. This band is like- Orbit s- Culture? Orbit Culture. Yep. Let's check them out. They have like Never sucked- heard. They're really into gum? <clears throat> we, <laughs> when, when we were driving over here, they were what was playing on the radio. Oh, okay. Radio. Mm-hmm. But they're like a mixture of like radio metal with gent with progressive, and then it's got like a little Neapolitan. Or a, yeah, yeah, it's just Neapolitan it's, the, they, oh, bro, it's a it, mixture. It's a Chex mix of fucking Chex genres, bro. Chex but it's great. the way they blend it all together, it just transitionally like they are very very good at slapping it all together and making it cohesive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sound with all the different genres, it sounds like it would be chaotic, but they've like. Bro, they've got a perfect recipe. And that's what I primarily have been listening to because I just recently found the band. And it's just a very listenable album. Like their latest album is very listenable. Like it's like one of those albums I could start from the beginning and just listen it to the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then besides that, I've been listening to Lamb of God, Spirit Box. Spirit Box. Oh um, Fit for an Autopsy. That, uh, what's Gemini that? Syndrome. What was that last album of theirs? Uh, their most recent one, I think, they came out with. Who? Fit for an autopsy. Oh, um, what's the name of that album? If 
if they if that's the latest one they've had because that one's a fucking banger. The Sea of Tragic Beasts. Yes, that's yeah, right. Dude, yeah, yeah, that is that is a fire record, bro. Uh, Fit for an Autopsy. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the album called Hellbound. It will change your life. Hellbound. Oh, 2013. Yeah, I bet. That is the, like, in my opinion. Oh, I like that artwork too. That's my. I saw them live that with their CD release of that yeah. album, and that is just a complete deathcore album. They've got a fucking song called "Thank You, Bud Dwyer." You know who Bud Dwyer is? He was the dude who killed himself on, on TV live, because yep. uh, he was framed for saying that he embezzled money. Yep. the The song "Hey Man, Nice Shot" was is about is about Bud Dwyer. Yep. It's a crazy song, too. Yeah, it is. There's a really sad documentary on Amazon if you want to watch it, but it's about, it explains what happened and why he did what he did. All right, what about you? Oh, uh, let's see. I've been going through my Spotify because every time I get put on the spot like that, I always say the same seven bands. <laughs> so, um, Lately, I've been listening to bands called Earthists, The Northern, Chimp Spanner. What? They're pretty dope. They're uh, they're just uh, all uh, instrumental, but they're dope. Uh, that, un- that, that I would I could have guessed that. Yeah. An instrumental. Uh, uneven structure, good tiger, save us from the archon. Damn, what genre genres are these? Uh, this is a little bit of everything, I okay. think. Uh, night verses. Um, I got back really got big into era again. Nice. Um, I think I said good tiger. Hell yeah. Um, I have been so there was this trend on TikTok where it had to. Do with this guy who Va- Vano three thousand. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Vano three thousand. He remixed this song by a band called Bad Bad Not Good, and uh, it sounded like an Adult Swim bump. Mm-hmm. So like the music they would play when they did their little like commercials. Mm-hmm. And so I found a playlist that was all that, and I've been listening to that. And it's literally just called Adult Swim Bumps. But I've also been listening to. The most recent record of In Flames, was it I Am Above? Is that what it's called? It's a banger. Um, John Mayer uh, put out a new EP. Not really new. He just added one song to three pre-existing singles and put it into an EP. Um, but Last Train Home definitely sounds like it was made by Toto. It's just <laughs> got the... Dun, 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 dun. Um, and then uh, a dude named Kenny Hoopla... Um, he makes some very pop punky esque uh, music. He just recently put out um, a mixtape called Survivor Survivor's Guilt with Travis Barker. It's pretty dope. I uh, check out the song Estella. That's my favorite. Um, I've been binging for some reason. Dear Agony, the whole album by Breaking Benjamin. Oh, that's a good. Bro, it's a great fucking album. It yeah. still holds up today. I love that album. And then a band called Dayshell. Yes. Dayshell yep. fucking slaps. I'm I, glad someone else likes them too. I fell in love. Um, their song Low Light came on one of my play, like uh, daily mixes and I fell in love with See, it. See, I only know one song of theirs so I can't say I'm like a diehard but they came on my thing and I like them. It's called, uh, it's called Car Sick or something? Car Sick, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's from the album Nexus. That's uh, okay, from the album I'll have, to, I'll have yeah. to download that whole album and peep it because I like that song a lot. Um, and then um, I recently... Have fallen in. I'm gonna start standing for a new person. John Mayer, better look out because my new stand Uh-oh. is Casey Musgraves, bro. She's a country artist, and her album from 2018, Golden Hour, I have been listening to on repeat. Non-stop. David Allen Coe. <laughs> David Allen Coe, <laughs> bro. Casey Musgraves is. Mm, I'm so in love with her right now. And 
Guess what she likes to do? Psychedelics. Look at and that. And right. Get her on the podcast. Oh, Casey Musgraves, you better look out. You better check them DMs and yep. e- emails. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try and get in there so I can be like, hey, can I talk to you for an hour? She'd be like, remotely. Hop out my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I would accept. Or it'll that. just be blocked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just blocked. I'd you, be okay. You can no with longer that. comment. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been listening to lately. So, well, boys, I appreciate you coming out and no problem. Thanks let, for having me. Let, letting us rant about a Treyu and a day to remember and how <laughs> plethora of things. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You can find us and follow us on all our social medias at Toon Junkies Pod on Twitter, Toon Junkies Podcast on Instagram, Toon Junkies Podcast on Facebook. If you'd like to reach me, you can leave me alone. <laughs> but if you must be involved in my life, you can find me on Instagram at Chris and Kitty or DatBoyPit6 on TikTok. Nick's, uh, in, his Instagram is pulp.nixion. Um, his Twitter is MakeDamronSure. And his TikTok is the old Nick Twist. <laughs> um, Give him the dick. Yeah, that's what it's from. That's what it's from. Yeah, <laughs> twist old, his dick. <laughs> <laughs> twist it. The old Dick Twist. Yep, that's that's what he got it from. Uh, but this has been a Toon Junkies podcast. My name is Chris. Um, and we'll see you on the next episode. Uh-huh.